welcome to the North Shore Performance Podcast, where we take a deep dive into health and fitness for everyday people and the athlete and all of us. I am your host, Jake Wirtz, and with me is my best friend and co-host, Tanner Shankel. Together, we take an honest look at fitness and discuss how anybody can improve their lives by adopting a healthy lifestyle. All right. Hi, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the latest edition of the North Shore Performance Podcast. Today, our topic is going to be on New Year's resolutions and goals and just goal setting and some of the things that Tanner and I like to do when it comes to setting goals, just to make sure we're on track and things like that. So, um, Tanner, first, how are you today? Uh, doing pretty good. It's pretty cold up here. Uh, I was it warmed up yesterday, but now it's, it was still like negative 10 this morning. So it's a balmy negative 10 up in Duluth yeah, down no. here. I think the high today was one or two and the wind <laughs> chill was like negative 10, negative 15 or something like that. It was crazy. So I did get a cool gadget I'd like to share. So obviously I, I have a garage gym, so it's pretty cold, especially right now. And oh, the worst part is, <laughs> is, is bare hands on like the barbell. So uh, they, for a while he was like a startup, didn't really, wasn't producing, was trying to get like a GoFundMe going, but finally produced one. And my mom got me, it's called a Thermobell. It's like a neoprene sleeve that has a heat coil that runs through it. So I can plug it in and set it on a timer. So it's nice and warm when I'm ready to go out there. And you know what? Like, I don't, didn't, I really took a warm barbell for granted when it's negative 20, negative 30, but it is literally the brightest point of my training session is grabbing the barbell because the rest of the gym, I do have like a little electric heater, but I mean, it doesn't really do it justice. I'm out in like three or four layers (laughs) trying to stay warm, but that barbell, it it makes it worth it with those, that thermal bell. And it stays warm the whole session too. You don't have to keep putting it, you don't have to put it back on. So we're not sponsored by them, but if they see this, I want to sponsor. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, that's that's the that's the ugly truth of the garage gym up here in the the Midwest, isn't it? You oh, know, yeah. out, you know, four or five months out of the year, if you're in the garage, it's not a pleasant experience. So my dad has a garage gym, and for Christmas we got him uh, a trap bar. Like all the kids pitched in, and we got him a trap bar for Christmas just to add it to the different um, specialty bars that he has. And he's like. Now I got to get a heater because <laughs> it's so cold out there. You know, he's been training at the gym with me most weekends, but um, yeah, he's like, I, you know, I'm going to have to get a heater, just commit to it and, you know, just warm it up a bit. Cause it's so damn cold out there right now. It's, I, I couldn't do the garage gym life. I have a lot of respect for that, but. Yeah. For as much as like in the, when I hear people gripe about like dudes curling the squat rack and stuff like that, I'm like, ha. I can curl in my own squat rack. It really puts in perspective and I'm kind of jealous of a nice warm gym walking into it, not having to like wear like four layers, but it's really nice in the summertime. And it's nice having where you can just go any, your convenience. You don't have to plan three hours on your day to go. It just, yeah. In your garage. You don't have to worry about a commute. You don't have to worry about some jackass taking up the squat rack or the bench. And you just sit there kind of waiting to use the equipment or whatever you I mean, that's, it's the ultimate in convenience. So to me though, I, uh, a garage gym would be really fun, but I, I like the separation between, you know, home and gym, if that makes sense. 
But even mm-hmm. my dad says sometimes he's like, it's it's almost too convenient because he's like, oh, I'll, I'll get down there, you know, later. I'm gonna go squat later, and then later rolls around, and it's like, ah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it later, and then you know, it never <laughs> happens, right? Whereas like, if you have to leave to the gym, you have to make like a physical commitment to like, I gotta get my shoes on, I gotta grab my gym bag, gotta get the car going, you know, get my pre workout going, and then it's like this ritual. So you 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 leave, and then it's I don't know. There's, there's definitely obviously a benefit to having a home gym, but the other thing I like about that style of training is it's so much simpler. You know what I mean? Like you just stick basically to the stuff that's effective, just the basics. Um, I remember when COVID hit and they shut all the gyms down, I was training in my dad's garage and you know, at the time he hadn't, he had equipment, but he hadn't invested as much as he has since. So he had certain things, but he didn't have the wide variety of things that he has now. He's got like a trap bar. He's got a football bar. He's got like the blocks for benching where you like hook it up to the bar and you can pause. It's like a three inch block. It's, it's cool. So he's got a lot of cool stuff now, but I really appreciate how like simple the training was. It was like, you got a bench, you got a bar and you've got, uh, he had stands for, for squatting. So not even a full rack. It was like the, the stands. So, um, it was like, if you can't do it with a bar and plates then you're, I guess you're not doing it. So, but it was kind of nice. It was a throwback. So, mm-hmm. but today's topic, like we said, guys, we're going to get back on topic a little bit. Today's topic is uh, new year's resolutions and goals and stuff. So you always think about resolutions and the first thing you usually think of is like, Oh God, the gyms are going to be so crowded. So that's another point for the garage gym. You don't have to worry about that. But, um, and I know a lot of us, like people that are, a lot of the people that are consistent in the fitness community and, you know, that's just a part of your daily, you know, ritual is going to the gym and training and stuff. You get annoyed because the gym's overcrowded and you've got a bunch of people in there that don't know what they're doing. And there's equipment that, you know, there's only a limited amount of equipment. So it's like, you know, you're waiting for Johnny to get off the bench. You're waiting for Susie to get off the lat pull down machine. And you're just, you know, it's busy. It's crowded. It sucks. But, you know, even with that being said, and everybody always makes fun of the new year, new me, I, I don't really fall into that category, but I, I like new year's resolutions. I usually set a few every single year. So um, Tara, what about you? Yeah. I mean, I've usually new year's resolutions are going to be more fitness related for me. Um, usually it's cutting down weight that I gained during Christmas Thanksgiving time. Um, I know in the past, like us and some buddies, we would do like weightlift competition stuff like that. Um, so that's usually my fitness resolutions. Um, they're usually around something like that, but I think, I mean, any resolution or goal setting is, is going to be important and something to work for. So, well, especially because, you know, we're in the space of really, we're in the self-improvement space. It's not just fitness. You know, I mean, we, we also set goals outside of fitness. Like I have, you know, a couple of financial goals and I have some educational goals and things like that. It's not just, you know, all fitness related. A lot of it is because that's what I, that's what I care about. And that's what I'm passionate about, but it's, it's really just about self-improvement overall. Right. It's not just fitness. Right. Oh, exactly. And it's like, there is a lot, kind of a theme that if you're working towards bettering yourself, the other goals are going to make it easier. So like, say you have a goal, you want to read more. Well, if you also set a goal that you have a to-do list and and you follow your to-do list, well, if you put reading on that to-do list, you're kind of knock out two goals. 
So it, it's kind of nice to have goals that push your other goals and help them be more successful, such as like waking up early, stuff like that, that gives you more time to read or do more time to go to the gym, stuff like that. If you have goals that kind of stack on each other, it kind of makes it easy to achieve your goals in the end. Plus, I also think that if you're trying to improve your area or improve your life in one area, it's not very common for you to just ignore all the other things in your life that might be falling apart, right? Like a well, a well-balanced person, a well-rounded person isn't like, yeah, you know, it's the stereotypical gym rat who eats, sleeps and breathes, you know, training and nutrition. But then you look at the rest of their life and they're, they're falling apart. You know, they don't have good relationships. They don't have any hobbies outside of the gym. You know, maybe they don't have any significant career goals. They're just, as long as I have enough money for food, the gym and some sups, I'm good to go. But that's, that's really not what we're trying to be. That's not the kind of stuff that we're trying to promote. We, we really do want to promote like self-improvement in every facet. So um, one thing with new year's resolutions too, that often gets talked about is like everybody, you know, you know, people will set goals every year, resolutions every year and X amount of people fail. Right. And so that's, that's a good conversation to have. Like, so what do you say to people that set goals or resolutions and, you know, they fail? Like, what do you, what do you say to those people? I think it's important. I don't know if this is exactly how you, like, what do you say to them to encourage them to set more goals? Is that what you're asking? Or are you asking like suggestions you would give to them? What do you say to that criticism that most people that set New Year's resolutions fail? It's like, well, what's the alternative? You just don't set any goals? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, human beings always have like 10 tendencies to work towards something. We're not really meant to be like docile creatures that just sit like where God gave us legs for a reason. God gave us arms for a reason. We're supposed to use them. If he meant for us to just sit on the couch all day, he would make us like, look like slugs. I mean, that's just (laughs) the the truth. Um, So like the people that like say, Oh, they're failing. I mean, they probably had have failed themselves in the past and are upset with themselves deep down. And maybe it's important to suggest some ideas, like maybe have smaller reaching goals, like have it take it day by day, hour by hour, like whatever your goals are, maybe you're, you're putting them too far out or they're not realistic and they're not attainable. Like some people like, I want to lose a hundred pounds. Well, how about that's we a great goal? Losing... That's yeah, a that's great a great goal, goal but, but let's that's start a, losing 10. That's let's a huge undertaking. 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, no, I really like, attainable. I really like what you're saying there. You're not, you're like, don't just throw the whole thing out, you know, but maybe adjust the approach. I do think a lot of the issues that people have when it comes to failing new year's resolutions or goals is like you said, they just set it, set the bar way too high. Um, we have a friend who lost hundred pounds in a year. That was a goal of his. I don't think it was a resolution. I think it was, you know, just one, one day he's like, I've, you know, I've had enough. I'm just gonna, I'm going to get my life together or whatever. And he did over the course of a year steadily. It's not like it all came off at once, you know, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like a straight line of progression either. You know, progress goes up and down. Like if you ever, I don't, if people use my fitness pal and they track their weight and you look at like your weight over the course of a year or two years or however long you've been using the app, it's like, it's not a straight line. You know what I mean? There's ups, there's downs. It's not a linear, it's not linear progression. You know what I mean? Like no, there's, exactly. there's all sorts of fluctuation and that's for every goal. It's not just weight loss. So like, you know, one goal that I had, you already kind of mentioned it for this year is I, I really want to read more specifically. I want to read 
you know, at least 15 books this year, you know, and they could be any kind of book besides textbooks for school. So, but like, if I sit there and I get overwhelmed by the fact that, God, I got to read 15 books and I, you know, I'm not going to try to do it all at once. Right. I'm going to start with, okay, well, here's a book. I'm going to read a page, a couple pages a day. And then obviously there's going to be days where I read more than that. Right. Because I'll get into it or I'll, I'll have more time. Like if I make the commitment, like I'm going to read at least one page every day, then at least I'm moving the ball forward. You know what I mean? I'm making some kind of progress. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like, uh, Andy Frisella has in a 75 hard challenge, read 10 pages a day. Really list realistically, like obviously there's people who have reading disorders, but reading 10, 10 pages a day probably take you 15, 20 minutes. Well, how many times do we like, are we sitting somewhere waiting for something for 15, 20 minutes? And instead of being productive, we just scroll and play games on our phone or scroll social media, like could easily read a couple pages, something like that. Like people are like, Oh, I don't, like this is okay. Not to change the subject, but this is the biggest, <laughs> thing. like, like with training or anything, people, I don't have time for that. Oh, but if I you think that. about how much time you waste, like I'm a guilty of it too. I put social media timers on my phone and get myself 15 minutes of social, social media time because I'll sit there and I'll sit there on that dopamine just kick scroll. and just scroll. And it's like, it's endlessly. I literally just saw this. Why am I still scrolling? Yeah. And it just, that's how my brain works. So I give myself timers. So once it's done, I have to put like a password and like actually think, do I want to unlock this it, for another it, it 15 like, minutes? Yeah, it like, it breaks up the monotony of it, right? Like it, it breaks that cycle and you have to physically, like you have to physically commit to going against the limit that you would set yourself. You know what I mean? But it gives yep. you like, a, it gives you like a point where you have to make that decision, which is, which is pretty smart do you ever see the uh like the recap your weekly recap your phone gives you for how much time you spent yeah your screen time or summary or whatever and i was like it's like your screen time was down eight percent you know you know when i when i had covid a few months ago it was like your screen time was up a hundred percent it was like well yeah i I was stuck at home i had nothing to do so but i I always look at that i'm always amazed at how much time i spend on like youtube for example I, i i watch so much youtube I, uh, another app I use a lot is Spotify and some of that stuff is good. Like I'll listen to podcasts and I'll be cleaning the house or I'll listen to music and I'll be working out or something, obviously. But like, yeah, just the, the, the time suck that your phone is when you really think about it for, so, so the, the time thing, I knew you were going to go there when we were talking about it, but that is, that is so true. I mean, you could literally just, if you cut 10 minutes out of your day on, on your phone, which is the grand scheme of thing, nothing, right? You took that 10 minutes and you applied it to whatever thing you're working on, whether it's reading or let's say you're, you know, you're like, I need to really like organize my house. Well, 10 minutes might not sound like a lot, but if you're t- stacking those 10 minutes every day, you know, at least you're making progress. You're not, you're not completely at a standstill. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that goes down to like the theme we were talking about with goal setting is start small, start like day by day week by week and it's gonna be make it easier you got to make things attainable especially if you're trying to go like cold turkey like i have a couple co-workers they they smoke right now or they vape and they've been talking to me a lot about whether they're trying to quit and stuff like that and they always seem their general theme is cold turkey but they go back to it it's like what if you just take it day by day i've never smoked so i've never been addicted to nicotine so i guess i can't speak to it but what if you took it at more of a approachable uh 
goal, approachable strategy versus just going balls to the wall. And like, yeah, maybe what cold turkey is what you need to do from experience, but it might not be attainable and, and you might not or sustainable even. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I disagree a little bit. There are certain things that I think it's like black or white, you know, for me, for example, this is, I'm not comparing this to addiction. It's a form of addiction. And like everybody who knows me knows that I fucking love ice cream. Like I, I love ice cream. I could eat it every single day of my life. Right. My wife, when we first started dating, she made the comment. She's like, I've never had ice cream as much before in my life as now since I've met you. But, um, so for me, like I have to have like a rule, like I just can't buy ice cream and bring it home. You know what I mean? Like if it's in the house, especially if Catherine's not home or something like, ah, I'll sneak it in. You know, even if I'm not hungry, I'll sneak it in. So I'm not comparing that obviously to like a hard addiction to anything. Obviously quitting smoking is probably really hard. I've, I've, it's obviously hard. I've never had to do that, thankfully. But like, I do think there is some black and white. Like you have to, if you let it into your life a little bit, then it's always going to be there. You know what I mean? So I think there are certain things. I'm not saying everybody can quit cold turkey. I know a lot of people have, um, but I do. I do think sometimes you just need to say enough. Enough. Enough is enough, and you have to. You have to just make a decision. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, line that's a good point. Sand. Yeah. So. Yeah, Another it just thing, depends on who you are and what you're trying to cut out or gain. If you're trying to gain a goal or something like that or gain. Yeah, you really have something. to know your your personality too. Like, yeah. is that something I can handle? Like you said, maybe cut down a little bit on something like vaping or smoking. It's like, are you the type of person that can that can do that? You have to ask yourself that question and answer honestly. You know, if you if you say no, I can't, then maybe maybe cold turkey is the way you have to approach it. Exactly. It just, yeah, it's going to depend on you, but that's where we're here. We're here to offer like different tips, different strategies, and maybe some will work, some don't. And it just kind of, kind of got to try different things when you're in like the goal of better in your life. One, Not so everything's going to work. Getting back to strategies when it comes to goal setting or resolutions, I think it's really important to be very specific about what your goal is. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of either motivational speakers or psychologists, they'll, they'll talk about this sort of thing. And they're always like, you know, if you're directionless, what are the odds that you're actually going to make your goal? Like if you don't decide what it is that you actually want to do with your life or whatever goal you're trying to achieve, if you don't actually sit down and decide what it is specifically, how are you ever going to get there? You know what I mean? Because even if you decide, like, even if you make a goal, like I want to lose X amount of weight or you know, that's getting away from that. What's another good example? Um, you know, I want to, you know, save a certain amount of money in a year. Like if you're not specific, if you just say, I want to save money, well, that could, that could look like a little bit of money. It could look like a lot of bit of money, you know, but if you're like, Hey, I want to save 500 bucks a month, you know, which is a pretty aggressive goal for some people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah that's okay. Well, you get paid twice a month, roughly speaking. So, well, what if I just take $250 from each paycheck and blah, blah, blah. But like that specificity is important. That, that, that helps kind of set up the rest of your, of your goal setting process. Exactly. And 
like working in corporate America uh, and going through manager training, there was an acronym that we were used to like when we were working with our reps and having them uh, like set monthly goals and the acronym SMART goals. I've also ran across in like my coaching philosophy classes and stuff. Um, but essentially it's creating um, attainable goals and having them, you can reach there, you can reach them. They have a, um, they have a time frame to reach the goals by um what's the actual acronym i have it saved on my phone because i knew we we're talking about this this is uh this is great content uh so it's specific s stands for specific just like what we're so just specificity just like we're talking about exactly uh m is measurable that's a big thing that's kind of what his reference was like you want to save money how much money do you want to save like have this is how much i want to save um, and the attainable, is it actually attainable? Is it something you can do? Realistic we, is kind of touched on that too. Yeah. And realistic is kind of like the same, like, uh, are you going to have job security in the next year to save money? Um, or is it going to be something where a life event happens? You have a kid or, uh, you, something, you lose your job. Well, probably can't save that much money because life events happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and then timely, like, what's the time frame you want to have this money saved by for that example with the money saving you want to save x amount at the end by the end of the year so 12 months yeah that's that's a good example like if you wanted to say i want to save x amount of money by the end of the year that's exactly right you kind of break it down like okay well there's 12 months in a, in a year how much money do i have to save per month to make that number okay well how much money do I have to save per paycheck to make that monthly total? Like you just break it down. You know what I mean? If, if you're so focused on the end goal and you don't think about the step-by-step -step process, that's, that's another recipe for disaster. Exactly. Like uh, your example, you want to read 15 books in a month. I like to think, oh, okay, year. so or, sorry, year. yeah, sorry, a year. That's a lot. That'd be a lot. That would be quite uh, a bit, <laughs> but so a year. <laughs> okay. So you say you have this book, you're like, Hey, my goal is to finish this in a week and a half. Well, how many pages do I have to read per day to finish this in a week and a half? Like stuff like that. Cause if you can start breaking it into smaller, less like, I don't know, what's the word? Um, Intimidating. Keep, yes. I also want to say threatening. I'm like, it's not really, it's a book. Come on. If you break it down from that big intimidating number or goal to smaller, much more, you know, an easier pill to swallow or more attainable goals, then it's, it's a much easier process. Yeah. And it just, like, oh, I can have to read 10 pages a day. That's, I can do that. Yeah, you can do that. I have to read a thousand pages in a week and a half. Like that's kind of intimidating. So, mm. okay. Um, so what, what other kind of goals have you, do you personally have this year? Uh, so I want to, as far as like fitness goal, I want to get to like, to probably around 210 and then what I want to do is for, while I do that is focus on like my mobility um, and my cardiovascular health too. I need to start doing more folks more on cardio. Um, and it, just the all around theme is more about well-being and longevity in the sport. Um, USAPL just changed their weight classes. So now I can cut down to like a 220 and compete there, which is kind of nice because my frame, I don't think it's healthy to walk around at 230, 240 personally. Um, I just don't feel the best. And I think me at like 215, 220 would be ideal. So that's my like fitness goal. Uh, as far as like a personal goal, I do graduate in May and I like to, I'm on 
pays to graduate like this, like the first level of honors, but I'd like to get to that middle tier of honors. Um, so that is my uh, other goal um, to graduate with the gold tassel, or it's either gold or silver tassel instead of the other one. Nice. How about you? Um, yeah. So I actually have a couple on my phone here. I usually, that's another thing too. I think if you write down your goals, it like a physical like representation of your goal, either on your phone or on a piece of paper, or maybe like a, on a whiteboard or something like that in your house, just a, a, something that you can see. And it's a reminder. Yeah. You got your whiteboard out there behind you. Yep. Um, I think that makes it much more real. You know what I mean? It's, it's easy to say like, Oh, I, I want to lose weight because that's the most common uh, resolution. Everybody sets. So I want to lose weight or I want to get healthy. Right. It's like, okay. You can say that, you know, but if you actually physically write it down, it becomes real. It's like a commitment. It's almost like you're signing a contract with yourself. So, but, so that's something I, I've done. Um, I actually have my list of goals for 2021 here. Uh, one of them was to finish my degree in 2021. Um, one of them was to get down to, you know, 15% body fat. One of them was to compete in a powerlifting meet. And then one of them was a financial goal. So to end the year with X amount of money in our savings account. So, and I actually successfully completed two of those four goals. So I did compete in a powerlifting meet. You and I did that. Um, and then I did hit my, our financial benchmark, like where we wanted to end up last year. So, and that's, here's another thing too, that I think we shouldn't ignore you know, just be, if you miss a goal, that doesn't necessarily, you know, that's not like an indictment on you. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. So like one of my goals was to finish my degree last year. I didn't hit that goal, but guess what? I'm on track to finish the spring. So like I didn't necessarily hit that deadline, but I got closer. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah. Like you're, you're, I still move the ball forward. We're still making progress. It's not like I, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I failed. I can't, I can't finish it now. You know, I was supposed to finish in 2021. I can't, I, I can't finish now. Like that's just an excuse. So just because I, I technically missed that goal or failed that resolution, whatever you want to say, like, I'm still a lot closer now than I was last year. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I, I like four credit shy. So that's, and that's how close I was. So it's kind of yeah, bittersweet, but pretty much one class, like exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, but for this year, some of my goals, they're a little similar. So I want to finish my degree obviously, and then enroll in, in the, the subsequent program. So I'm on pace to graduate in the spring and the bachelor's program that I'm going to be trying to get into for the fall semester, I'm going to actually enroll in that here pretty soon, hopefully. Um, so that's one of my goals is just to finish it and get set up for the next thing so I can start making progress on that next big goal I have. Um, let's see, I have the notes here. Uh, I have another financial goal I want to hit a certain amount by the end of the year, once again. Um, and then I have my reading goal that we talked about, read 15 books in 2022. And then another uh, fitness goal I have is compete in a powerlifting meet at a body weight of sub 200. So with the new weight classes and everything, um, the last meet we competed in, I was 201.8, something like that. And that weight class in particular, I can't remember what it is in kilograms, but the max was like 205. It's like, 
I, I had room to spare. I, I wish I would have been a little less aggressive with that cut. Maybe then some of my bench presses would have gone a little better. Who knows? But, um, but so for the next meet this year that I want to train and I want to be sub 200. So I'll, I'll be more towards the top end of that weight class instead of the bottom end of the other weight class, if that makes sense. So um, that's just a personal goal for me. So um, yeah. And, you know, I have these broken down too. So for each one of those goals, I have specific like steps and benchmarks. And like we talked about reading 10 pages a day, or, you know, when you're losing weight, maybe instead of saying, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds, you're like, well, I'm going to try to hit 10,000 steps a day. And I'm going to start tracking my food, not necessarily cutting or anything like that, but like, I'm just going to start being more mindful of what I'm eating, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think use it. That's a good point to bring up is so your end goal is to lose hundred pounds, but realistically, like your goals you're writing down are the actions you're going to take to reach that end goal. Like, so that's kind of the idea of setting up other goals that are going to help you achieve your main goal is things like walking 10,000 steps, tracking your meals. Those are going to help you attain that big goal. The, the more intimidating, scary goal. Yeah. The, the ultimate goal that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. If you don't break yeah. it down, you'll, you'll never actually succeed. So yeah, you have to have, a, it's important to have a game plan on how you're going to achieve that goal because without a game plan, I mean, you're just kind of throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks and I don't know. Sometimes it's not going to work out that way. When you look back at 2021, what is the thing that you are most proud of? The thing that you accomplished or did that you're most proud of? I would probably say my grade point average would be my biggest. I don't know. I kind of, my first round of college, I didn't take it very seriously and kind of regret it and all that I'm really painted out of pocket and kind of it's time <laughs> where I want to make sure got a lot of goals personal and with the family and stuff um and with my wife that it's important that I finish my degree to get down get continue down that path so mm-hmm. you. no I I'm that's, that was a very thoughtful response I, I thought for sure you were going to say pulling 500 pounds in the meat that was <laughs> that was definitely it it's the peak of my existence. <laughs> Nothing will ever be better than that. Peak of my life. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more life than, than that, but I'll be I mean, honest. That was, didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> that was pretty sick though. You gotta be, it honest. was, it was, that was pretty, pretty sick. sick. Especially when we did um, it back to back. Oh yeah. I was so hyped. I'll never forget that. <laughs> and then I hurt my back. So doing something completely outside of weightlifting, of course. Right. That's how it goes. Usually. Yeah. Um, what would I say I'm the most proud of for 2021? Um, this might sound a little cheesy, but I'm like really impressed. That sounds arrogant, but I'm like really impressed and I'm happy that we actually went ahead and started this. You know, yeah. we've always talked about doing something like this, working together and really just kind of chasing the dream and doing something that we we admire so many people that we admire do stuff that's similar to this. And we're like, man, why can't we do that? Cause like you said, I think in the first episode there, there, always seemed like we would be talking about something fitness related. And then that week we'd hear a podcast about that thing we were just talking about. We're like, man, like, I mean, I know we're nobody, but yeah, 
we could still, we could still give it a shot. So I'm, I'm really proud that we actually like committed to this. And I remember there was a, a point where you and I were going back and forth about names and, and like different topics and stuff like that. And I think it was both of our wives that were both like, you guys, you guys haven't even done one podcast yet though. And you guys are getting hung up on all this other stuff. And we're like, God damn it. They're right. Like, <laughs> you know, you hate to give, you hate to give credit, but I mean, they they were absolutely right. They just called us out and they were like, you guys just need to actually like start before this turns into a, a thing that you wish you would have done, you know? Yep. So and that's, that's kind of been... cheesy, but that's that I would honestly say that's probably one of the things I'm proudest of last year. No, I, I agree. And that's kind of like both of our goals and dreams. Like we have similar like end goals, kind of be our own boss and that kind of stuff. And I think this is a start. I know I, I've said it a couple of times where it's like, like when we were getting the podcast stuff, ordering it and stuff it's like i just feel good at like this is the start of something like maybe it's down long ways down the road but it's like you feel like you're starting down that path of making a difference in your life or starting something that's going to be impactful in your life if that makes sense and it just yeah. i felt good like you had a a purpose and a, a drive for something so and here's the thing too uh, you know you know when you're you know you're onto something when you get like really excited about it and when you're talking to other people about it and you're like, no, this is like really awesome. You know, I remember when we were first putting together our first episode, right. And we had our topic. Um, I think it was how to maximize muscle growth or something like that. <laughs> and for like the week leading up to it, like, that's all I could think about. I was just jotting down notes. I was coming up with like uh, bullet points, like go over on a spreadsheet and like we had a shared document and we, we were going over stuff like that. And like, that's all my free time, all my, all my free, like time to think all that's free space in your head. Like, that's all I could think about was like, how do we do a good job? Like, how do we get our point across? You know, how do we like send a message that's like positive and people can use and actually take something that's actionable from, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can tell when you can tell you're onto something that's meaningful when you get really excited about it. And it just kind of starts to consume your thoughts. So um, as we start to kind of wrap this one up, what are some of the goals that we want to set for North shore performance this year? We talked about a little bit in the pre-show, but you know, let's just put it out there in the universe that way, you know, all of our listeners. And by that, I mean, my mom and your dad and <laughs> your dad and my mom, um, that way they can hold us accountable. Right. Because that's, that's a part of it too, is having accountability. Exactly. Um, I mean, we talked about we want to have an average of two podcasts a month. So sometimes there's going to be months where it might be one, might be four, might be six, depending on what our schedule looks like. But our end goal is the end of the year. Uh, this is our first one of 2022 uh, to average two a month um, there. And then do we do we agree out we want to put some other kind of content out or just roll with the podcast right now? I think the podcast is the big one. Um, yeah. So I, I, I really like the goal of having 24 done by the end of the year. Um, and that, that, like you said, that average is roughly one every two and a half weeks or something like that. So I think we try to as steadily and consistently as possible, try to get a podcast out every two weeks or so. Um, and so like we've talked about, as soon as we get this one in the books, we need to have the topic for the next one kind of ready to go and then start like accumulating notes and kind of, rounding out how the how the episode is going to go but yeah i think that's a really healthy goal 
um, outside of the podcast, I agree. I, I would really like to do some content, maybe some meal prep hacks. Um, you mm-hmm. and I are both really big meal preppers. Um, so maybe we do like, I always love these videos. They're kind of cheesy, but the, the day in the life, you know, eating or whatever. Right. Yeah. My, mine's going to be so boring. It's like, I have eggs for breakfast. I have ground beef and rice for, for lunch. And then I have like, uh, you know, a steak or salmon for dinner. Like that's pretty much it. But, but, you know, we could do stuff like that or maybe some recipe stuff, maybe some exercise tutorials. Mm-hmm. Or just like, this is my training routine, stuff like that. Or yeah. I, I like to do like series. So like right now I'm working on game planning a one for like a sports specificity. I just use my, that for my final paper. And it's kind of what, what I'm was, passionate about. What was that for. word? What was that sport, word? Sport specificity. <laughs> Anyways, that is kind of been my main, uh, my wife has heard a lot about that and I've been talking a lot about that. And that's so trying to work on like a mini series on that probably be like three or four videos of me just explaining that and different theories and some examples for training for different sports, stuff like that. Um, just to get content out there. Um, and then if we got some young athlete viewers, hopefully it gives them some direction for their goals in 2022. So, so you're telling me that an offensive lineman and a shooting guard for the basketball team don't have the same training program or they shouldn't at least. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to my friends and family, but uh, from being in the field, I have seen some people believe that they should. So that's kind of, that's, that's the whole reason I'm hoping to explain to those people out there why it is not beneficial to that have two different athletes that play a completely different position uh, that they train the same. Especially when they, yeah, you'll hear more about it, but yeah, <laughs> I'll get all worked up. <laughs> yeah. That is a, that is a, a sensitive topic for Tanner. I'm going to let him kind of roll with that one. Cause he's very passionate about it. Uh, I think another thing too, that would be cool for us as a, as a show or as content creators to do would be to maybe put a program out there, like a very basic, like entry level program for a beginner. You know, we do, I think, I think a lot of people that are going to end up watching us are going to be some younger audiences. You know, you and I, I'm 26, you're 26. So we're, we're both on the younger side. So I could really see like a lot of beginners, a lot of guys, our age, maybe some kids in high school, like finding some of our content and using that as like a starting point. Cause when you start, you have nowhere to, you have no idea where to start. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping like we can give some good information that'll help. It'll help not only like their, ability to effectively like get strong or jacked or whatever they want to do. Right. But like, hopefully they have like a balanced approach to it and it's not something that becomes like toxic. And, you know, I, I would really hate to think that we contribute to somebody's like, you know, poor body image issues or, or like a disordered, like pattern of eating or anything like that. Like that's, that's the last thing we want to do. So I, I think it'll be really cool for us to continue putting out content and, pointing people in the direction that is more body positive and things like that as well. Yeah. And I think like a lot of the fitness industry, they're trying to get out in the new crazy fad and whatnot. And I think kind of never really talked about it, but we both kind of have very similar like theories that like they're fads because they just don't last. They're not proven. So like our kind of goal is to help. I mean, it's, it's an intro is to, explain things at a level that anyone who wants to change their lives 
can do it and have knowledge to do it and not have to follow bro science on YouTube to, and think they know what they're doing and they might hurt themselves. They might create farther issues or more issues down the line. Like we're trying to have an approachable experience for people who generally want to better their lives. So, but bro science on YouTube though, that is a good channel. <laughs> Dom Mazzetti is okay. His videos are great. Like it's all, it's all satire. Yeah, and, no, it's great. And that's why, like, that's why it's funny. Cause you know, he's like, he's playing a character, which is great. But like, I really hope people don't watch that stuff and think that's, that's the way that is the way. <laughs> I mean, you never know. These I love days, Dom. Unfortunately, I, I love his stuff. It's so funny. Oh yeah. Um, so unless you have any other thoughts, I think we can close it down. Yeah. No, I think I think we had a pretty good discussion on goals and whatnot. So, ready to wrap her up. Yeah. So, like we said, guys, you know, resolutions—they're—they're they're a positive thing. You know, I know they have a bad reputation sometimes, but um, goal setting, setting resolutions—it's a really important part of you know personal growth. And I don't think you should shy away from it. And if you miss a goal, I don't think you should beat yourself up over it either. As long as you're moving the ball forward, as long as you're making progress, you know, putting points up on the scoreboard, like people like to say, um, that's, that's really what it's about, you know? So don't get discouraged, set goals, be specific, make sure they're attainable. Um, really break it down like step-by-step how to get there. And, you know, the other thing too, we didn't really touch on too much, but like make sure there are goals for things that you actually want. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe halfway to your goal, you realize this isn't necessarily like what I actually want. And like, there's a difference between quitting and realizing like, I don't actually want that thing as bad as I thought. So, yeah, but that's, that's a whole other top. Yeah. That's a whole another topic for another day. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Um, and always remember no excuses, no regrets. Bye.